Hi, this is Vernon Kay, and welcome to the England Rugby Podcast with Auto Inside Line, where each week we'll take you behind the scenes with exclusive England Rugby chat. Once again, we're at England's Mitsubishi Motors Training Centre at Pennyhill Park, and boy, have we got a character for you today. Quite intimidating, I'll be honest with you. My kids take priority over my thinning hair at the moment. Yes, this week we get the inside line on Joe Marler. The night before we played Sale, we went out for to watch a Greatest Showman. It was the second time Danny Kerr had been, and uh, there was moments in it. I was, I was literally like that. I was like, in case they're not getting it, I'm, I'm blowing. You know. <laughs> yeah. Also coming up, Ben Taylor joins me to talk about the challenges of getting your weight just right. Tell me about it, Ben. I've been as skinny as a rake all my life and it's killing me. At Penny Hill, there's a there's a, a room service menu and there's a restricted and a non-restricted. Yeah, you oh, wanna, really? Yeah, if you're nice and skinny, you get on that non-restricted. Oh, I'm non-restricted! Yeah, yeah. Yes. Cook breakfast for dinner. And England women's Leanne Riley is next to play our game, overrated or underrated. When am I going to go through 12 box sets of something? We just stop watching Love Island. No, 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 Love Island's not there. That is the one. I'm Vernon Kay and this is the England Rugby Podcast with O2 Inside Line. Joe Marler, how are you? Good, mate. Uh, Vernon, how are you? (laughs) Sorry, let's get the mate bit out of the way. I know. Is it right if I call you mate? You call me whatever you want. You're bigger than me. Okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, How's things? How's it going? Yeah, really good, thanks. Nice. Now, we've just come off a weekend off post the Wales game, so you've grafted all week, Mm. had a weekend off, you went Mm. back to Eastbourne, is that right? Sort of, Heathfield. Heathfield. How far? near Eastbourne. How far outside of Eastbourne is it? 20 minutes, inland. Right. They can't see what I'm doing with my hands. No, they can't. Uh, But it's north. It's not up north, no, it's down south. No, but it's, you live north of Eastbourne. North of Eastbourne, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Glad all right. That one I up. think we've set the precedent shall we just how, give my address? This, how this podcast is going to go. Right, shall we give my address No, out? let's not no. do that. Okay, let's keep, fine, keep yeah. your personal no, details yeah, to yourself. This isn't going to be a very good podcast if you're No, but the me. thing is that... Sorry, thing, you're going somewhere with this. No, I'm not, Joe. professional No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm only asking you, and let's remind people that this podcast is about you, Joe Marley. It's not about rugby. We're not talking about the technicalities, the breakdown of the scrum, anything like that. Brilliant, because I don't know them either. Do you know what? Fully enough, every time we mention that, everyone gives us the same answer. That's good because I don't really know it that well. Good. Uh, but you're brought up in Eastbourne. and you're Heathfield. Down... Heathfield. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. The only reason why I keep mentioning Eastbourne is because I've been to Eastbourne. Eastbourne. Because my best friend Luke is a teacher. And when he was doing teacher training, he spent his summer at St. Bede's. Oh, yes. At the top of Which Eastbourne. is technically, no, it's not Eastbourne. Is it not? It's, it's actually a place called Dicker, the Lower Dicker. Oh, okay. Why are you laughing? It's completely unprofessional, that. It really is, especially in this They've also age. got Upper Dicker. Right. Um, and there's a really nice calf there called the Dicker Calf. Um, but yeah, that's my I But St. Bede's, yeah, nice, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's yeah. great school. And yeah. Eastbourne is a lovely place. It Do you is spend lovely, a lot of time yeah. there with your kids? We go there occasionally for a, a seaside walk. Right. Take the scooter down there. I think I need to invest in a scooter, actually. I'm sick of walking. <laughs> um, you see all these guys and girls on their rollerblades and that, and I'm like... I could do that. Hang on a minute. And I don't think I can, but I could definitely scooter with the A boy. professional athlete wants mobility help, Joe. Come on. I've seen you working in the gym. Every time we do a podcast or every yeah. time we do a Facebook... Yeah, you're always interrupting my gym We're time. We're always introducing your gym time. But gym time is something you take very seriously, right? I do indeed. I do, yes. I love do, my gym. Is that because you're now obsessive about gym or because it still aids your performance on the field? It's a bit about it aids my performance. Because you but, love building your traps, I've noticed. What do you mean, building my traps? You're always doing I'm something. I'm a trap sculptor. I think you are, yeah. I do like a bit of traps, yeah. You yeah. like a trap pump. Noticed. Thanks. <laughs> do you want me to take you through some trap 
No, no let's not go no, down not that. Yet. Not I yet. like a bit of gym, but it's yeah. also a bit of, I've got a gym at home in the garage and it gives me a bit of a time away. Escape. Escape, you know, from the kids and the, not that I like escaping from the kids and missus. She's not going to listen to this. So I don't know why I'm trying to. <laughs> but someone will tell her, Joe. <laughs> Correct. Trust me. Correct. So, you know, it's a bit, all right, I'm going to the gym. Sometimes I just clean the gym. Right. You know, just to go in there. But your dad played rugby, right? He did, yes. And he was a big influence on you starting to play rugby as a kid. Were you far away from the Joe Marler that we see on a week to week basis uh, or were you a completely different no, character? No, still quite over the top game based around messing up other people's game as right. opposed to trying to get good at it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. You were in people's faces. I was like that. Um, <laughs> a nuisance. Correct. My nickname, nickname, were playing for Eastbourne when I was younger, was Psycho. Right. Because I used to enjoy the contact side of it. But Job. my South African coach couldn't spell it. Instead of having Psycho on the back of my shirt, I had Fizco. I had P-H-Y-S-C-O. I had, fi- <laughs> had Fizco and we went with it and I had to play in that. You know, I wasn't menacing because they'd look at the back and go, Fizco, <laughs> you know, this isn't a menacing person. This is someone who can't spell. So, yes, I was called Fizco when I was growing up. When did you start uh, playing with your hair? When did your hair become a visual signature? Uh, 16 at college, yeah, trying to get into... The county trials, Yeah, uh, I turned up to one of them with a, a bleached mop, full, like, proper down here bleached, bad bleach as well. Right, with roots? Yeah, and it was like straw. I'd done it a couple of times. Um, it started then, and it's stopping now, you know, oh. on record, is that? Hang on, hang on, you take your hat off. No. Are you letting it grow out, Joe Marler? Well, it's no. it's now ceased growing. Oh. And gone from growing to thinning. Oh, hang on. Are you at the Haskell stage of her development? Oh, God. I'm not that bad yet. No. But, but he admitted that, to us last week that I'm he... On that, I'm on that road. James said that he would he would consider a stitch in. You wouldn't consider that, would you? No, I wouldn't waste money on that. I mean, no. I'd consider it if it was absolutely free. Right. But I need money to feed my kids and that. Of course. So my kids take priority over my thinning hair at the moment. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go back to uh, Fizzcore. You were the hard man on the team, but you liked the physicality of the game. Yes. Because it's very rare that when we ask about school, high school rugby, that guys, like even Dan Cole said he didn't like the physicality of the game. You're the first person who said, I actually like the physicality of it. Dan Cole said that, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. He's got to have been telling lies. Yeah, Um, he did. Are you like that today? Do Do you still like that physical element of the sport? On Saturdays, yeah. Yeah, but not in training. What were the... Which takes me seamlessly onto the Georgian... Let's, oh t- let's talk Lord. about the Georgians. Were they as big as you expected? Because Richard Wigglesworth told us that uh, they came out and you guys were like, oh, do you know what? They're not that big. And then the forwards came out. It was the backs, out. yeah. <laughs> it was the backs. It was the backs. It was ridiculous. We were like, yeah, we'll be all right. Oh, that's not them. And then they did come out. They're like men. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly what you, you mean. You look at them. George, George, like, look at me. I know exactly what you mean. You're when not you George. Say, you're not no, Georgian. I'm not Georgian. You're not I know Georgian, exactly what you say, mean when you Georgian. say they look like men. They came out and it was like, oh my Lord, what have we got in store for us today? Very physical. Yeah. Very technical, but in a different sort of way that to what we're used to. And it was a good experience. Is it is it true this year that you're sharing your rooming with Hask? I have been, yes. I've I've put an end to it now. Right. Are you back with Dan Cole? <laughs> no, I'm back with Danny Kerr. All right, okay. Uh, Dan Cole's got Robbo. They've got their partnership. They've had right. for a long time. I've always had Danny Kerr uh, for a long, long time. 
And then I was put with Hask as, I presume, as part of a punishment yeah. for, for both. Well, for both of us. You yeah. know, he'll say both. Yeah, well, I was, oh, you know, being punished as well, put with you. Yeah, okay, mate. But no, now we've got separate room. He's gone back to our separate room. Hi, this is James Haskell, and you're listening to the England Rugby Podcast with O2 Inside Line. Thanks, James. And if you haven't already listened to last week's podcast with England's very own entrepreneur, make sure you download it. Or even better, subscribe to us through your podcast provider. That sounds a bit formal, doesn't it? We'll be back with Joe Marler shortly, but first, England's Ben Taylor join me in the O2 Blue Room at Twickenham to answer questions from fans, most of which seem to be about food. John says, um, favourite roast dinner and why? Are you a chicken or a roast beef or a... Roast beef. Roast beef? Roast beef. Um... Yeah, Do you have like, gravy? Always. always. Favourite accompaniment in a Sunday roast? I'm all about the potatoes, to be honest. I probably shouldn't be, but... Roasted, mashed? Uh, roasted. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. But I like to venture around and try different roasts around the countryside. All right, fair, fair enough. Avon, Cassie, Casey, want to know, they're from Tamworth. Uh, what do you have for breakfast? Omelettes, I'd say, is what I eat mostly. Omelettes and porridge. Don't take this the wrong way, but yeah. are you a kind of guy in camp who... Struggles keeping weight on or struggles keeping weight off? Struggles keeping weight off. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, I try and be as clean as possible. I wish I was one of the guys that had to put the weight on. They, they, they're, they're very lucky, those guys. No, Co- we're not. Courtney Laws is one of them, and he gets uh, unlimited room service. <laughs> so there's a, at Penny Hill, there's, a, there's a, a room service menu, and there's a restricted and a non-restricted. Yeah, you oh, want really? Yeah, if you're nice and skinny, you get on that non-restricted. Oh, I'm non-restricted! Yeah, yeah. Yes! Cook breakfast for dinner. Uh, Alex from Hertfordshire wants to know, what's your perfect Sunday? It's quite boring. It would probably just be relaxing on the couch. Uh, you know, probably hopefully at one the day before. So sitting on the couch and probably have a little bit of junk food. Uh, Mark from <laughs> Suffolk wants to know, would you prefer to watch the 2003 Rugby World Cup or Strictly Come Dancing? The World Cup. Would you yeah. take part in Strictly Come Dancing if you had a, a, a decent ankle? Uh, no, I would never do that. Oh, no, come on. There's no. a lot of people that would like to see England represented no, no, on no, Strictly no. Come Dancing. You'd look good in some tight sequins. You reckon? Yes, I'll absolutely. Have a, I'll have a think about it. This one's from Alex. What's the best ever Christmas present you've received? Oh, that's an easy one. Uh, I think it was back in 1996. It was the Jonah Rugby PlayStation game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, that, that for me, I mean, that's my childhood. That's my childhood, that game. So I mean, me and my brother played that a lot. All right, thank you very much, Ben. Now back to my chat with Joe Marler, where we find out a little bit more about what he likes to do away from rugby. Do your, do your gym tunes match your tunes on your one hour and 45 minutes to rugby? Uh it- I'd say I've got an eclectic mix. So depending on what mood I'm in, which can change. Right. I've heard that about you. Significantly <laughs> significantly and drastically <laughs> at times. Sometimes I love a bit of an Adele, you know, right. a sing-off. Currently I'm going with The Greatest Showman. Oh, you nice. Know, Have you seen I'm, that film? Yes, it's wonderful. And that's not sarcasm. It is a wonderful, wonderful film. And it moves me. I was moved watching it. And I'm moved every time I listen to the music now. I'm getting a bit, you know. <laughs> this isn't the John Marlowe I expected to sit in front of I went, I went to watch it. But can uh, I just say, uh, for people who are listening and not watching, this is actually, he's not lying. He's actually getting welled up. How do you know I'm not lying? 
Because you seem like the kind of guy. Who, could be such a who, fantastic actor that. <laughs> but you look like the kind of guy who wouldn't spin a yarn, Joe. Do you know what Don't I mean? Know I think what that means. Straight. I think you're a straight spin down a the line kind of person. No, no, I'm capable of spinning yarns. Oh, really? Yeah. This isn't a yarn. Right. I went to the Trafford Centre with Danny Kerr, Mark Lambert, and Joe Gray and Phil Swainston, all Quinns rugby players. The night before we played Sale, we went out for to watch a Greatest Showman. It was the second time Danny Kerr had been. And there was moments in it. I was, I was literally like that. I was like, in case they're not getting it, I'm, I'm blowing. Yeah, I think you were taken. I thought it had everything. It's a great piece of cinematography, and the story's wonderful. And the fact that it's based on a small truth, you know, I mean, it's blown up a little bit, but you know that Pete was it. P. T. Barnum, he was a real person, wasn't he? And it was based on his story. It's brilliant. Oh, but on the other side of that, I like what listening to a Pumping Iron playlist, which is like Rage Against the Machine and Rammstein. Oh, so you go for the heavy rock instead yeah, of the dance Yeah, I'm in music. a bit of a bad mood and I just want right. to get into some weights. Did you know that Rammstein, here's a fact for you, they made the shortest single ever made. It's just over a second long. Ridiculous. It's true, though. Can't be true. And they released it. Yeah, it's true. It's true, Rammstein. He goes, Do that! That's how it goes. Was that a second? Can we get that timed? Uh, if you were on a... Let's say you're in a hotel, right? You're in a... In a we're in a hotel. Not this hotel. Okay. Uh, a cheaper one. A cheaper version. Yes. Yeah, maybe one or two stars. And uh, they don't have room service, mm-hmm. but you have a whole bunch of takeaway menus. What takeaway meal would you... Chinese. And what would it be? Well, I usually get a lot of dishes... Right. But my go-to is uh, salt and pepper chicken pieces and half a crispy duck with the hoisin sauce and the vegetables, obviously. You need the vegetables. Yeah. Um, you, mean the the cuc- you mean the cucumber and cucumber, the, the chopped spring, spring onions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. They're super veg, both of them. Right. And I like uh, buffalo wings, hot buffalo wings. There's not enough meat on British wings, though. If you go to America, a buffalo wing is like a chicken leg. But you have wings in There Europe. is if you order like 20 or 30. Yeah. You're a lot bigger than me, though, you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is it true that you have uh, a whole chicken a day? I read a rumour that you eat a whole chicken a no. day. No. No? No. That's ridiculous. Who All said right. that? I just, I read it on, we'll your, go wiki- with that. on yeah, your Wikipedia page. No, I've got five chickens, if that's the, has that been lost in translation? No, Maybe. no, no. You have five chickens? Yeah. Do you know what? I, as in, I have a chicken a day, because I've got five of them. All right, okay. Well, here's one for you. I'm going to ask you some quick fire questions oh, now. Yep. What's your favourite meal and which three fantasy dinner guests would you like to share it with? Oh, Chinese with? A Chinese with um, with Nelson Mandela, Denzel Washington yeah. and uh, Julie Walters. That is an amazing mix of characters. And Joe Marler all sat round a table. That is awesome. Uh, if you could, I hear... get the impression you're mocking my. Answers I'm not mocking that. I'm not. They're the people I want no, to the, the people that work on the yeah, podcast well, who are listening in general. I'm not. I wouldn't mock you. If you could only hear one music track ever again, what would it be and why? Don't say James Arthur. Hello, darkness, my old friend. That's a good tune. Paul si- Simon and Garfunkel. Simon and Garfunkel. What's yeah. that one? It's from the film Sound of Silence. It's from what film is it from? It's from The Graduate. Okay, your best trivia fact. Do you have one? Uh, no. What? Uh, Give me one. The torpedo was invented in Bolton. It's true. The yep. to- okay, go on. The torpedo go. and uh, the spinning mule was also invented in Bolton. Okay. 
Uh, the oh. first ever motorway was from Bolton to Preston. No, ask me again. Oh, another question. <laughs> no, the trivia. All oh, right, your best trivia fact. The torpedo is made in Bolton. No, it's first invented <laughs> in Bolton, Joe. <laughs> right, we'll move on. Uh, what sound or noise do you love? My daughter laughing. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. What superpower would you want? Invisibility. Who would play you in a movie? Uh, Tom Hanks. What are you bad at? <laughs> what are you? What are you bad at? Being a dad. Oh, <laughs> Marla! Oh, the world just 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 leaked to tear. Oh, uh, I leave him all the time, don't I? I'm awful. What's people's reaction to you when you walk in a pub? All right, Joel. Really? Yeah, I only go to pubs that I know. All right, okay. We'll be back with more Joe Marler chat shortly, but first, the tables are turned from last week's game of Overrated, Underrated. This week, Vicky Cornborough puts the questions to scrum half Leanne Riley. First up, we have pillows. Underrated. There's so many different styles. You have to have the right pillow for you. You can't have it too hard, too soft, too big, too small. Like, yeah, there's lots of different techniques out there with those. We're also uh, roomies as well, so any hotel room we go to... Vicky takes the extra I take all of the pillows. They're definitely underrated. Damn it, she's bigger than me. Uh, Second one. Let's go Game of Thrones. Underrated. Never seen it in my life. Um, All I know is Targaryen, Valerian. Like, yeah, no idea of whatever it is. So you think it's underrated? Meaning you want to watch it? Um, sorry, no. <laughs> it's so overrated because, yeah. Yeah, I'm just tired. We've had two-hour training session, guys. Uh, yeah, overrated. I don't like it. Oh, I'll take your first answer. Just because you're a geek on it and you know every single part. Probably watched it all twice, I think. Are you going around your second round? No, just watched it the once. Genuinely, sit down and watch Game of Thrones. It's really good. It's one of those makes your palms sweaty. I have sweaty palms anyway. But, but... it's so long, it will take over your life. I don't have time to no, watch it'll... any programmes. It won't. When am I going to go through 12 box sets of something? Well, you just stop watching Love Island. No, I'm, I'm no, 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 no. Love Island's up there. <laughs> that is the one. So, Leanne, last one. Underrated, overrated, jelly. Underrated. I love a bit of sugar. Um, give me jelly anytime. And, you know, jelly and ice cream, mix it all up, whatever you want to do, you know. Strawberry, raspberry. Quite like that um, we've started to get into a habit now of having jelly before games. I've heard some uh, some rumours that it's actually really good for you, um, good for your uh, recovery after the games. So. And actually the jelly blocks itself. The gelatine, apparently the sugar comes out slower in your body or something like that, whereby it's better for you, so therefore it lasts longer. So, you know, Back to our nutritionist. Give us more jelly. Nice. We're in. Hi, this is Harry Williams, and you're listening to the England Rugby Podcast with O2 Inside Line. Let's get back to the final part of our chat with England's Joe Marler. Let's talk about the first time you put on an England jersey. Do you remember it? Uh, sort of briefly, yeah. How did it feel? Tight? In, insane. Was well, it the yeah, right it size? Was tight, actually, yeah. They were very <laughs> tight back then. I was probably a good 15, 16 kilos lighter as well. Yeah, it was pretty special. But I don't remember a huge amount of it. It was it was a blur. It was South Africa away. Right. Immensely proud. I had the missus there. Lovely. At the time and, and the family. And uh, yeah, it was a great moment. Because you played for England under 18s mm-hmm. and under 20s, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So your progression through the England ranks has been, you've done exactly what's been needed and required of you to do to get into the senior squad. And now that you're here, England have had amazing success under Eddie Jones. Does it get any easier? If only, 
If only it gets harder and harder and harder. Because you're one of the most experienced members of, of the squad now, right? Uh, yeah, I've, I've been a senior about, member. Yeah, I've been about a, a while. Mm. There's obviously a lot more senior boys above me, but it's probably the hardest it's been that I've played for England. Eddie takes it to has taken it to a whole new level, as have the other senior boys in the group. You know, the Owen Farrells, the Dylan Hartleys, the Chris Robshaws. They're taking the game, they're taking the group to another level. And unless we get on board, mm. which we are, if you don't want to get on board, then you know you fall back pretty quickly. You're going to get left behind, right? Pretty sharpish. Right, I'm going to ask you a couple of quick questions about Scotland. Can't wait. Uh, Calcutta Cup. It's yes. the uh, most historic international game in the history of rugby. Mm-hmm. It's a massive occasion. What's it like going up there playing the Scots in Scotland? It's always a, a very good game. I enjoy going up there. Is it a Rammstein moment in the headphones is it, or is it a, an Adele moment? I don't tend to listen to music before games anymore. Ever since I got caught out on the way to a Australia game at Twickenham. <laughs> what were you listening to? <laughs> Dan Cole caught me out. Coley caught me out. We get off the bus and he was like, did you hear that? I was like, what? He was like, someone's listening to like James Arthur. I was like... <laughs> What one? He was like, Hometown Glory, the one he did off X Factor. It was like belting out. I was like, yeah, it's a, a, a good song, isn't it? It was like, a bit weird listening to that before International. I was like, yeah, who was that? That was so weird. He was like, it was you, wasn't it? And I was like, yeah, it was me. So I got caught out listening to James Arthur. So since then, really, I don't really listen to music. Right. So how, how does Joe Marler sack himself up for a game then? How do, I usually how... run at uh, a wall. Headbutt it. Oh, you see. But Whether that's true or false. No, it's not. It's false. Oh, tell, just tell me it's true. Just for this, please. Just yeah, we we'll go. We we'll go. I just usually run out of because um, pretty well. I, I've noticed whilst watching you, Joe, that your intensity goes higher and higher throughout the game. So you, you start off, I mean, you're an intense player anyway, mm. but you start off at one mm. and you end up at like nine, ten. Mm. And it's interesting how you command your front row as the game progresses and how your game changes. Because you you like a physical matchup, right? You like facing eye to eye the guy in front of you. Yeah, I would imagine, and you're not going to let him beat you. No, but I have to be a team player, a team player, and also manage that. Uh, so we're going up to Scotland. We're going to play us to Scots. It's not been a rest week, has it, between the Wales game and this game? Because Eddie just constantly ramps up the intensity of training. He does. It, seems yeah. it never gets easier. We call, we call it a fallow week. Can we get a, can we get a definition of fallow? Well, I'll tell you. I'm going to learn about fallow weeks because if we get two ponies or two baby <laughs> horses, I am going to be knee deep in fallow. Oh, fallow. Yeah. What's that? Why you is, see, that's where you, you put a horse out in a field. Definition yeah. of fallow is fallow. Ploughed and harrowed, but left for a period without being sown in order to restore its fertility or to avoid surplus production. No, that's what you do. That's what you do with the field. Oh, okay, so it's resting. Yeah, yeah, resting. Well, it wasn't a rest week. That's because we want to continually improve and nice. we haven't achieved our goal yet. You know, We want to be number one in the world and if working as hard as we did last week is going to make us better and get us close to that goal, then... That's what we'll do. Good luck. Thanks. Uh, Joe, thank you very much for joining us. It's been my absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's been really nice getting to know you. now because they can't see that. Yeah, there you go. Joe, thanks very much. 
That's all from this week's Inside Line podcast. Thank you very much for listening. My thanks go to Joe Marler, Ben Teo, Vicky Cornborough and Leanne Riley. Loads more to come next week, including my chat with the main man. Oh, it's the one and only Dan Cole. Used to have hair, you know. So I reckon we've spent over a year of our lives together in like this hotel or other ones. There was a point where I got married in like World Cup camp. Took me a couple of months after the World Cup to then I've equaled out the time I'd spent with my wife and I spent more time with Chris than I had for, with my wife for a long time. You've been listening to the England Rugby Podcast with O2 Inside Line. Don't forget to check out the official England Rugby social channels on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And if you've got time, do us a favour, go to iTunes, leave a review, preferably a positive one. Thank you very much and we'll see you next week. Hi, this is Joe Marler and you're listening to the England Rugby Podcast with O2 Inside Line. Subscribe on iTunes or listen at englandrugby.com. Vernon. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bit here. <laughs>